0: That's the one thing all great teams have in common. Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, everyone. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go. Learn B, come on. We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. You've got some penalty time coming. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Oh, Kevin's not here. Welcome to the QuagDex Podcast, the Definitive Mighty Dex Podcast. We are back. Kevin is, uh, he's actually like kind of grown in into an important leader for his uh, company. So he is um, doing work things. Uh, we, we have not been able to independently
1: verify
0: that he's become an important leader. So we're just going to have to
1: take him at his word. So let us uh, we're couching that a
0: little bit. That's true. He seems important um at least the way his texts come across it's he's busy do, doing lots of busy stuff um so he's not here uh get a little um a little Mighty Ducks animated series quote there at the beginning because we are um gonna break down the next five episodes of the Mighty Ducks animated series so uh a while ago we did the first five episodes and I sort of forgot about it and then I had a thought like oh yeah we should do more of them and then Uh, our friend Jared Beasley tweeted at us and said, hey, what happened to the Mighty Ducks animated series recaps? And I was like, that's a great point. So uh, I decided to get on it uh, really over the weekend here and watch the next five. So we went through one through five in our last episode, which I don't remember the episode number, but I'll put it in the show notes. Um, A quick sort of recap, the Ducks, uh, these mighty ducks are on a planet called Puckworld that's enslaved by the, the last of this overlord, um, and there's a resistance, and this group of ducks joins the resistance, uh, trace, chases this overlord, Dragonis. Um, through an interdimensional portal, their leader, Canard, gets eaten by an electric worm and taken to a, a separate portal, uh, but hands off this magical mask to Wildwing, who is the new leader. Um, and then everybody lands, everybody but Kennard lands in Anaheim. And they have adventures from there. Um, if you're not sure what is happening with that recap, that's okay. Because nothing really makes sense here. So um, you're probably right online. Just know that Dragonis is the evil guy. The ducks are fighting him. And uh, Kennard is gone.
1: One thing I'd like to do differently for this go around is uh, before you get into each episode, I'd like to read the Wikipedia recap, which normally just one or two sentences to kind of set that up. Okay. And so So, whenever you're ready, I can start with episode six.
0: Yeah. And I I have a one sentence recap from uh, Disney Plus. So I'm interested to see how similar they are. Um, So episode six is called Power Play. What is the uh, Wikipedia recap for that?
1: Um, so first, let's give a little credit, it's uh, directed by Doug Murphy, who appears to direct a number of these episodes, uh, written by Marty Eisenberg, Robert N. Skeer, and David Weiss. Original air day, mm-hmm. September 28, 96. A hockey goon with a grudge against a Ducks reminds Grin of himself before he met his mentor, but when Dragonus transforms the goon into a monster, while also creating an electricity-based monster. Grin must recall his master's lessons before all the ducks are slaughtered.
0: Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Disney Plus said Grin's past is revealed and ideals challenged when the ducks face a hockey player turned monster. Um, so very similar. Uh, I will before you uh, before we get into it. I, last time we did this, we talked about hey we need to have one of the writers on mm-hmm. to talk about this. So I contacted a guy, talked to him. He wrote like one or two episodes. Uh, said it was not a great experience. Didn't really want to talk about it further. Um, He recommended me to another guy who was really like, that was the idea behind the Mighty Ducks animated series. Ended up, he died like last year. So don't think he's going to come on the pod. Um, Yeah, this other guy, he wouldn't explain further, but um, I asked him like about the crazy premise and he said all cartoons have crazy premises so it really wasn't a big deal for him so uh yeah so we'll just have to go um maybe maybe we'll find somebody else involved with it but episode 6 power play so yeah so dragonus's goons um steal this thing called a well they steal electricity for this thing called the DNA accelerator that apparently makes a human really strong um and then the ducks actually have a game against the Miami Polar Bears, and the Polar Bears.
1: Yeah, uh, this, I'm sorry. I'm. We're doing this via Zoom, so uh, Mike sees my face, and I give like a very weird look. <laughs> like, why would they be the Miami Polar Bears? Are there any? Is that addressed at all in the show?
0: No. I mean, they they all have weird names. So later on, they'll have a game against the Minnesota Cheese Logs. And I'm trying to think if there's another one. Um, I guess
1: cheese, they're they're going after like, oh, cheese, my like Minnesota, like the Packers or whatever. It's Well, I guess that's Wisconsin, but I guess.
0: Yeah, it's up there, Midwest. Not quite. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, uh, the Miami Polar Bears uh, have this big goon. He's the goon of the league, Stanley Straczynski. Um, and, or Draczynski, I don't know, it was unclear. Um, so he's the goon, and we get, like, a cutscene right away to Grin's backstory. So Grin is the big, like, muscle of the group. And then he is also very, like, meditative, very, like, namaste and, and very, like, spiritual in that spe- aspect. So his backstory is essentially he is, like, playing hockey, and he meets his mentor, Ty Quack Doe uh who is a mr miyagi type but also like a old jewish new yorky guy so he'll say things like young ice hopper and then i'll say he'll be like mashagana it doesn't make any sense um he just flip-flops back between the two they don't really explain it but yeah we get a bunch of cutscenes about grin learning the ways of ice hockey um so yeah, so just DeGronis shoots Straczynski uh, I'll, I'll just call him Draczynski with his DNA accelerator, makes him super strong, turns him purple um, They don't actually end up playing, Draczynski just fights the ducks and then escapes through the roof and that is when Wildwing gives the the quote of the episode where he says alright Stanley, you've got some penalty time coming uh, hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, a little, uh, you know, little pun there. So they realize he's too strong to fight. Grin ends up tripping Draczynski instead, um, and Draczynski fall, falls through the hole in the roof. But Grin saves him and talks about, you know, playing hockey with skill and grace and not being a goon. And that is like that wins Draczynski over, and he calms down. Um, concentration, not strength. Yeah. Yeah, so two of the Ducks split off. They are ambushed by Dragonus's minions and captured. And then Dr- Dragonus uses the DNA Accelerator again to make this, like, energy monster thing. Um, so Draczynski now on the team with the Ducks, uh, fights with them, defeats the monster. And in the process, he goes back to being a regular human. Um, They beat this monster by just dumping a water tower on it, and then uh, Draczynski ends up retiring because he realizes he's not skilled enough to play real skillful hockey. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit of a twist, and then the, the twist says at the end is there's this new goon, but Draczynski shows up as the ref and ejects him for, like, not standard play, and that is the episode. So what's
1: the deal with Grin? Is he like still there?
0: Yeah, Grin is like part of the the group. Grin is part of like the core duck group. Um, he Up until then, he hadn't done much. He'd just sort of been in the background. So it was an interesting decision to have them really focus on him this episode. But uh, yeah, we get his backstory and really no one else's, at least through the first 10 episodes. We well, don't uh, want to give
1: away every backstory. You got to save it for like seasons three and four. <laughs>
0: Yeah, except they didn't really get there. So, well, the uh, reason I
1: I ask is because the synopsis for episode seven makes it clear that Grin is not part of this adventure that they're about to go on.
0: Yes, yeah. So he, um, he, essentially, they're to spoiler alert, they're shot into an alternate dimension, but Grin hides out and doesn't get shot into this dimension, and then doesn't really. much involvement at all but yeah episode seven is called dungeons and ducks uh do you want to read the wikipedia yeah
1: also directed by doug murphy written by david wise um and this aired october 4th 96 and so within all the ducks minus grin are sent to a dimension where magic rules they must help their new friend borg defeat the evil wizard Astaroth and get home in time for the next hockey game and there's a note that said this Episode is a spoof of the game Dungeons and Dragons. Also, parodies of Elf Quest characters Cutter and Skywise appear. Mm. Uh, um, Mike, did you pick up on any of that when you were watching it?
0: I, it was very Dungeons and Dragons y. I was not, oh, I don't know who Elfwise and Sky cut. What is it?
1: <laughs> Elf Quest characters Cutter and Skywise. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and click on the Elf Quest link.
0: Cutter and Skywise. I, I, I did not pick up on them. Um, yeah, it's but comic the comic book property. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, Disney Plus description, the Mighty Ducks are sent to an alternate dimension ruled by magic. So yeah, so we start with the Mighty Ducks. They fail to show up for a game and they vow never to do that again. They were apparently saving the world. Um, yeah, so they have a game against the Minnesota Cheese Logs coming up. Back to the Cheese Logs. But they get a lead on Dragonis and try to capture him to quote-unquote complete the mission? See, this is where things start to take a turn because Dragonus is really like always trying to attempt to repair his ship to get back to, I don't know, enslaving Puck World, his home world. And the ducks are always trying to go home, but then it sort of shifts to them just trying to defeat Gr- Dragonus.
1: So it's. What would you say is the main motivation of these ducks? Is it to get home? Is it to, like, if they had one like, end
0: goal? I would say the first five episodes, it was to get home. The next five episodes, it was to defeat Dragonus. Interesting. Yeah. While playing just some hockey. Ships. No, I mean, not really. It's like hockey is something they like to do, but they are definitely feeling like they have to save the world. Mm. So, um, it's like yeah. Clark
1: Kent enjoys working at a newspaper, but that's not his sole purpose
0: exactly exactly like if you took hockey out of it i think they would still have a purpose in life um so yeah so they get a lead on dragonis they fight some henchmen Dragonus's henchmen are back dragonis during this fight shoots them into this alternate dimension except grin again hides out it does not get sent there and the ducks land in a different version of anaheim and um it is ruled by magic and whatnot and in the meantime though they they um steal this like plant thing and it grows into a crazy vine that takes over all of anaheim so oh wait hold on that's the wrong episode i i <laughs> i was like wait a minute um, yeah, so they landed a different version of Anaheim. I, ha- I have the the word view up there, and it's it's going double pages, and I scrolled down instead of going to the right there. Mm. Um, yeah, I was like, this does not sound right. Um, yeah, so I mean, are- you could
1: have combined all these episodes, and they're so like <laughs> disjointed, you could. Convincing me that everything happened so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you this so this episode is there anything that has like set up anything or is this like a totally like this episode has nothing to do with anything and they just sent them to an alternate reality for who
0: it has it, nothing like, to do with anything um so they're sent to this alternate dimension and they're like gnomes and witches and and little goat boys and it's all goat like boys. ruled by magic and they meet this dude named borg who tells them that the kingdom of Anaheim has been usurped by Astaroth, this evil ruler, and they have to defeat Astaroth and take his amulet, and the amulet will send them back to their correct dimension. Borg just knows this. And how do they, how'd they get to this dimension to begin with? Dragonis shot them into this dimension.
1: So instead of killing them, he just shot them to a dimension.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he could have just murdered them. All right. And, yeah. So they go on this quest and fight skeletons and aliens and things like that. Um, Meanwhile, Dragonus is trying to shut up a super weapon called the Shockwave um, at the top of a tower in Anaheim for reasons unknown, I guess. I guess to destroy Anaheim, he's just sort of mad now. He's not trying to get home. He's just um, trying to destroy Anaheim. So Grin and Phil, Phil Palmfeather, the manager, um, they try to stop the henchmen from installing it, but immediately get captured. Um, so we go back to the rest of the ducks, the, and to get to Astroff, they have to go through this maze. Uh, but then they just shoot through all the walls of the maze; they don't even figure it out.
1: <laughs> That's like uh, a, an allegory for this entire like epi- like show. It's like <laughs> this. Oh, you know, here's like your your plot, and just like now, nah, just just run through it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, they get to Astaroth. Astaroth turns into this red dragon. Uh, mm. He was, yeah, he was an old man. He turns into this dra- red dragon. And then we get the the quote of the episode where they're like, they're trying to figure out how to defeat it. Um, and Duke, Duke LaOrange, famous jewel thief, part of the Ducks crew, he says, What's the one thing this dragon would fear? And the Ducks say, The fire marshal, Smokey the bear, his ex wife, and her lawyer. Uh, and then duke says no it's water so they end up using water from fire hydrants to sort of trap the dragon and then duke jumps on the dragon's back and cuts off the amulet borg catches it the ducks use it to get back to anaheim just in time for the shockwave to to be going off so Mm -hmm. they rescue grin and phil and then mallory just shoots a puck mallory mcmallard uh, part of the Ducks crew. She, she just shoots a puck at the shockwave, this giant super weapon, and immediately stops it. Um, yeah, and then they make it back in time for the game against the Cheese Logs, and Duke's, Duke, really the MVP of the episode, he goes and scores a goal. Did um, they win? episode. They It certainly seems like it. They just show Duke scoring, and then we sort of fade out. So, hmm. end of episode 7, Dungeon is Ducks. I will say I enjoyed the Dungeons and Ducks episode.
1: Would you uh, recommend it to uh, a friend if they were to watch one of the episodes? Like you could watch that one without really uh,
0: – Yeah, you huh. could definitely just jump in really on any of these. Um, but that one was a good one. It's really – I would say the first five are better than the second five. The first, the, the one, the Zap Attack, where there were these electricity monsters, um, and then they tried to shoot them and they split. That was in the previous five episodes. That was a good one. You like learned something. Uh, but it seems like they've get, been getting lazier and lazier as they're going wrong. I would say these last episode 9 and 10 are pretty lazy. Uh, mm. But we go to episode 8.
1: Yeah, and Mike already had a little bit of a teaser to that one about some vine attacking <laughs> yes, the city. Yes. And so <laughs> this one's called Take Me to Your Leader, uh, directed by David Wise, who wrote the last episode. Story by David Wise. Teleplay by Marty Eisenberg and Gordon Kent. I think that's Gordon Kent's first uh, credit here. Mm. Uh, no, he wrote... um. He wrote episode three, A Traitor Among Us, which we all remember, I'm sure. Um, So, anywho, this one synopsis after making a mistake in a fight against the Saurians, Saurians, Wildwing resigns from his role as leader, leaving the other ducks, each attempting to assume command, as Dragonus unleashes a powerful alien plant against the city. I'm going to guess, like, each one tries to lead, and they all kind of have a misstep, and then they all got to come together, and then Wildwing, like, shows up at the end to, like, help them beat this vine.
0: Wow,
1: is that what happens?
0: <laughs> yeah, essentially, we don't really need to go through it. Um, All right, but,
1: What what's yeah. about this alien plant?
0: Um, but yeah, so the Disney Plus description with Wildwing missing each of the ducks, trying wearing the mask and leading the team. Um, so they start to start off, they get a message from Kennard, and he is out of dimensional limbo and just in the mountains outside of Anaheim. Hmm. So they go to him, but it's a trap, it's actually. Uh, one of dragonus's henchmen, this lizard guy who can change his form. Um, so the henchmen shoot the ducks down this like hole and steal the ducks ship because they are trying to track down this alien spacecraft that has a neutronium core in it. And this neutronium core will help Dragonis repair his ship and then, you know, fly away home again. So, uh, so again, they, dragon is really uh switching his motivation again to escaping earth instead of trying to destroy it Mm. um so yeah the henchmen shoot down the alien ship they trace the neutronium in this plant um which will play a factor in a little bit uh the ducks climb out of the hole um yeah they they intercept the henchmen um, and eventually the henchmen teleport away, but the ducks get their ship back. Um, so, and then they go home. But Wildwing is sad because he led the team into a trap. So he quits. But these aliens are angry at being shot down and they think it's the ducks because it was the duck's ship. So they find Wildwing outside and capture him, but the other ducks don't know it. Um, so they try to replace Wildwing in Goalie. Uh, on the ice with gi bear that's their first thought um so phil is trying to get gi bear who is like the original anaheim mighty Ducks goalie the real person and but meanwhile Draconis' henchmen plant this plant and it grows into a crazy vine all over anaheim um duke decides to be the leader um then immediately gets eaten by a vine um but throws Mm. the mask so he's gone tanya gets the mask says oh we had to block its nitrogen from growing but then gets so sort of overwhelmed with her analyzation she's like the smart one in the group um that she she just decides that she doesn't want to be the leader and while she's getting overwhelmed the duck's car gets eaten by the vine But the ducks escape so Mallory gets it um, but the the vine infl- infiltrates the ducks' compound, it eats Mallory Mallory throws the mask to Grin Grin tries to put it on but Nosedive who's like the crazy brother of Wildwing the leader tra- takes it and puts it on meanwhile Draconis' ship is repaired and he takes off so he's like out if he wants to be um, while the ducks ship is eaten by the vine although the ducks escape again but instead of escaping, Dragonus stops and he says he's, they're not going to be really safe until they destroy the Dux's mass. So they turn around and go back to Earth. Um, so Wildwing, in the meantime, escapes from the alien shap- shackles, convinces them to use their ship, um, drops out of the air and gets the mass before the vine can eat it, shoots down the henchmen, puts in the nitrogen blocker, kills the plants. And then the aliens who made this neutronium core deactivate it. They just can do that. So Dragonish's ship shuts down. Um, and then at the end, they're all in the locker room getting ready. But Phil doesn't know that Wild Wing is back. So who shows up but GeeE Bear? He has a nice little cameo. G.E. Bear. He has, hmm. yeah. Uh, so what they're got, all- like a ringer they're all excited about Gigi Bear showing up. Um, and there's like, Oh, can I get your audio autograph? But it, it's really actually voiced by Gigi Bear. So, uh, good for him. So yeah, that is, uh, episode eight. We got two more here. We're trying to work through it. Takes a while. Takes a while. I tried to, um, give less description. But I don't know there's a well lot
1: going, going on in all these episodes. Um, So the the mask, was it already established? that Does it, like, do anything for them? Does it give them a source of power?
0: So this mask is, like, Canard built it at the beginning, and it can, like, see. So Dragonus's ship, it has, like, a cloaking device where it can look like a building or, like, blend in with a mountain. So this mask can see through all that, Um, and it can also just magically do other stuff it can shoot some stuff sometimes and it can uh yeah it it can like analyze anything and know if it's true or a trap essentially um so yeah the mask plays a big factor uh in mm, I would say most of the epi- it's a, it's in most of the episodes plays a big factor in maybe half of them well in
1: episode 9 synopsis um is pretty good it's called the human factor directed by Blair Peters, written by Chris Bartleman and Blair Peters. Aired October 12, 96, actually one day after Tate Meteor Leader, so I wonder what that was about. <laughs> um, and so, with the mask re- broken in a recent confrontation, Wild Wing, Nosedive, Mallory, and Duke must resort to more conventional detective work when they find themselves trapped in a suspiciously nice town after the Migrator mysteriously breaks down. Um, interesting, suspiciously nice town. So I guess everything seems perfect, but it's not. It's being controlled by something.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, Tommy is on it. Uh, Disney Plus description, weird things start happening when the Mighty Ducks are stranded in a small town. Um, so we start with a guy on TV, this doctor, saying that the Ducks shouldn't be allowed to play hockey, but should be captured and studied. Um, well, they certainly and-
1: should not be allowed to like, play hockey like <laughs> in a league against humans. That's
0: Yeah. I mean, this guy kind of has a point that they're these mutant anthropomorph- anthropomorphic ducks and they just let them sort of go they're loose. They're also and-
1: aliens and, like, make us question our entire existence.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they just sort of have ingratiated with society now and just live like regular people, and there are no questions asked, really. So other than that, they have another fight with his henchmen. The henchmen teleport away as usual in this fight the mask is damaged so tanya and grin again stay back to fix it while the other ducks go grin doing a lot of hanging back um yeah so while the other ducks decide to drive to their game in sacramento i think they say so while they're driving there the car breaks down in this town called sunnyville um sunnyville is also a, a town in north texas Yeah, this is
1: Sunnyville. Oh, Sunnyville. I-L-L-E. That's how they avoided that lawsuit, I imagine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So they, yeah, everyone's in this town is super nice, but then they realize um, pretty quickly that the citizens are actually um, robots. Uh, They get these red eyes and start capturing the ducks one by one. They discover that their car didn't actually break down, that they... The, there's some jammer that deliberately stopped them there, their communicators don't work that kind of stuff um so eventually all the ducks are captured except for nose dive. He finds this basement full of people that the robots were impersonating, and they were like stuck in sleep pods um so he mm-hmm. frees all the people um and then we cut to the captured ducks, and it's that doctor who is on t v and he doesn't want to just study them. He wants to create a genetically um, superior creature. And they learn that he is backed by Dragonus. So he wants to mm, take their DNA. Of course. Yeah. So Nosedive eventually finds the ducks and him and all the people he freed from the basement um, sort of beat down the robots, stop the doctor, free the ducks. Um, and then they destroy the device that was jamming everything. And. Uh, just get back to their compound. And uh, meanwhile, Tanya and Grin have no issues. They just fix the mask. And that's the end of the episode. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: So this this last one has the longest synopsis of these five. Really? Episode 10, okay. Called Beak to the Future. Um, directed by Doug Murphy. Written by David Weiss. Aired October 18th, 1996. When faced with an offer by Dragonis to return home, the Ducks are confronted by a future version of Phil... Their manager, I presume. Yes. uh, Who takes them to a future where, who somehow takes them to a future where Dragonus has conquered Earth, forcing the ducks to defeat Phineas Viper, Earth's ruler in Dragonus's absence, before they return home to stop Dragonus's original plan from succeeding. Notes. The title of this episode is a spoof of Back to the Future. Oh <laughs> what? <laughs> Tanya's method for taking down Project X is similar to how Luke Skywalker blows up the Death Star in Star Wars episode 4 A New Hope. This episode was not aired long in syndication for unknown reasons. I don't really understand what that means, but I guess yeah. Phil somehow shows them a future where I guess they actually leave Earth.
0: So they get teleported into the future but it's it's still anaheim um so disney plus description the muddy ducks are transported into a future where dragonis has conquered the planet so mm-hmm. yeah we start with this guy phineas viper he's trying to buy the ducks headquarters uh but wildwing says no phil is mad about this because phil is all about money mm. uh, we quickly learn that uh viper is working for dragonis and then again, the Ducks get in a fight with Dragonis and his minions. Dragonis says, hey, here's this dimensional portal back to Puck World. You can take it. And they use the math and they say, oh, this is, this is legit. You can take it. So um, the Ducks are like, should we go to Puck World or should we ha- save Earth and defeat Dragonis? So they're voting on it. And as they're voting on it, Phil comes from the future. Phil from the future comes, says it's a trap. And just holds out this like metal sort of stick thing. And it teleports him 10 years into the future. It's never explained how Phil does this. It just says like he and his team worked 10 years, I guess, to create this thing to get the ducks. Um, So Phil explains that Dragonus won. He took over Earth. And Phil is sort of this like badass guy now. He's really like a whoosh before. But now he's the leader of this resistance. And his team Mm -hmm. has created a bomb. And the reason he got the ducks is like say, Sarah Connor. Yeah. He needs the ducks to go to the tower where this mystery guy is running the world and plant this bomb. Um, so that's why Phil went and got them. So Nosedive and Grin, Grin, again, uh, not really playing a factor at all. He get They get captured by zombies and are eventually freed by Nosedive's weird friends who are also... Um sort of half zombies, I guess
1: why are there zombies
0: um it's sort of like a post apocalyptic world. They say that dragonus um used his d n a accelerator on half the planet um uh, but nosedive's friends are still like his friends and everything, but everyone. Else, every all the other zombies like don't really have a mind of their own anymore. they're really true zombies. Mm. yeah, so I don't know, but anyway, so they're freed by nosedive's weird friends. They come back at the end of the episode, um, but the rest of the ducks get to the tower and they learn that, oh my gosh, it's Phineas Viper, he's the guy running the world, and Phineas Viper has an affinity for snake, so once they figure this out and they see Phineas. Um Phineas has used the DNA accelerator to become a snake himself. And then also he has a giant snake. And while they're fighting him, this giant snake, Tanya, with the quote of the episode, All right, all right, don't have a hissy fit. Not hiss snake. Nice. Uh the ducks are losing to the snakes, um, but then they call Phil. Phil waited in the car because he was still kind of a wuss. And Phil comes in the car and saves the day. Um, And then Nosedive and Grin reappear because they've tamed this other giant snake and rode him to the tower. That's never really explained how like this other giant snake was out there and then they just tamed him. They just said, oh, Grin has a way with animals. So this bomb that they set goes off and saves, uh, I guess, destroys Phineas. Um, Phil gives them the metal stick and takes them back to the present, uh, but it turns out Phil's settings were off. He was trying to take them 24 hours before Dragonus saved the world. He took them 24 seconds before Dragonus saved the world. Um, it definitely takes longer than 24 seconds, but the ducks eventually fly to where Dragonis has set up his super weapon, um, which is again, his souped-up ship. So Dragonis has the souped-up ship and could go home, but doesn't really do so, opts to fight with the Ducks, the Ducks take down um, the Raptor, which is the name of Dragonus's ship, and then, um, you know, save the day, and everything's back to normal for now, and that's really the end of the episode. Uh, episode 10, really, for me, probably the worst episode, very slow, not much really going on for most of it. It's,
1: I mean, I understand it's a children's cartoon about an outlandish premise, but it seems like all of these are very much all over the place. (laughs) And looking at some of these, like, episode titles, like Jurassic Puck, Puck Fiction, um, you know, The Iced Ducks Cometh, Duck Hard. (laughs) There's also a Return of Astaroth, so we have that set forward to. Um, But I I would be curious if we could talk to uh, someone who was involved with this show, um, there's a couple of names on here that I'm, I'm sure Mike will will do his uh, best to try to reach out to. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah, I'm I'm really, and I'm trying to think. I don't I don't r- quite remember watching this when I was a kid, but I do remember watching other cartoons kind of in similar vein, but like thinking that they were all pretty good.
0: And w- are all cartoons like this? <laughs> I don't know. There's there's definitely no like through line. Um it's not like you had to watch episode 7 to to understand what's going on in episode 8. Mhm. Um yeah, this you bring up a good point though. It does seem like that they for a lot of the episodes they just sort of take a theme or a a plot from somewhere else whether it's back to the future or Jurassic Park or something and then uh turn it in this world and that's the episode like i'm not sure how much original plot is in there other than just rehashing what someone else did
1: yeah it seems like just putting a a repeated spin on something using these ducks it's like okay well what if they you know they all try to be the leader one episode or it's like okay well one of one of them like there's like our love triangle or you know or you know the old classic of what if there is like a giant vine that's trying to kill the world and an alternate yeah. reality about dungeons and dragons um, so I want I think eventually we'll have an episode where maybe we try to uh write out like five episodes of these and just like <laughs> shout out different plot lines yeah um, but of course it does take a lot of work to go to make a show like this so I'm not a uh, I'm not trying to to be mean to these creators but it would be great to talk to someone about kind of uh, the challenges that go into a, a, a story like this. Cause it really just seems like a cash grab. Um, <laughs> although there are 26 episodes, so yeah, good on them. You know, people worked on them and probably did their best one would hope, but very yeah. interesting.
0: I did like, we're going to have to continue the the feature of you explaining the plot before you knew what happened in each episode, just by the description uh because yeah you nailed the last what three four yeah yeah we'll definitely uh continue that as we go on here um let's see Uh, we're already over time like uh, it, it takes a while to work through these so uh we will skip the quiet question today uh anything else on these uh episodes that i need to explain or we need to talk about here
1: i think we're good um I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking ahead at some of these episodes. Um, so I'm kind of debating, like, should I actually go watch a couple or oh. should I predict it? I don't know. I, it would be interesting to dissect one of them. Okay. Um, and so I don't know if you wanted to watch the next five and say you have to, like, watch or just pick an episode. Say, watch this one cold. Okay. And we could talk about it or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. That would be a nice wrinkle because uh, we have what
1: We could also let our quack lights know to watch it as well.
0: Yeah, we got like three more of these, and then we have the finale. Obviously, that which will be its own episode, along with uh, just a recap of the whole series. So, uh, yeah, I'll try to give some more heads up for when these episodes are coming, and we can all watch them uh, together. At least me and you. I don't. I don't think Kevin will ever watch it, but he's got Disney Plus. There's no reason for him not to. <laughs> yeah, we can do the group watch feature if we really wanted to.
1: Yeah, I understand some people were trying to do it over the weekend, but had some issues.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, for us, thequackatech.com, go there, contact us at Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Facebook.com slash go to iTunes, give us five stars, tell us your favorite Mighty Ducks animated series episode, and remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Hey, ain't no time
1: Quick and dick is back, Jack. Ooh yeah.